Then put your little hand in mine There ain't no hill or mountain we can't climb hey. Welcome to Groundhog Minute the podcast where we celebrate the 1993 classic Groundhog Day one repetitive minute at a time. I'm your host, Sean. And I'm your other host, Dave. And joining us today, again, we have special guests Jonathan and Tabitha of the Princess Bride Minute. Welcome, guys. Didn't we do this yesterday? What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) You gotta scream. You-, you gotta scream a little. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get it out. Yes. <laughs> and no, no, we're doing it. This is the first time, and we are here to talk about minute eighteen. Okay. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. That was that was <laughs> that was yesterday. <laughs> I'm I'm going to slowly drive Dave crazy over the course of this movie. <laughs> but at least for at least for today, we are here to talk about minute nineteen. So, okay. so Dave, set the stage for us. So for minute 19, <laughs> Phil doesn't get why they're playing their Groundhog Day recording again. And there's no snow outside from this storm. What the heck? And quote, quote, Porkchop in the hall asks all the same questions as before. And Phil throws them against the wall. Yeah. So this guy is, this <laughs> picks up where we left off yesterday. It's, it's yesterday's tape. The, the morning DJs, the wacky zoo. They're saying all the same stuff, and ah, Phil didn't seem too impressed with it the first time, so he's certainly not liking it again. But I guess, yeah, I guess because he's in the business, he's in the 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 broadcasting industry, he's attuned because he starts talking along. He knows what they're gonna say before they say it, which is weird because. This whole time, he seems like he knows what's going on. Like, they're just playing the, the same clip. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as they say Groundhog Day, like, something clicks. Like, well, if you think they're playing the same, you know, if, they, if you think they're literally just playing their recording, then why does that click? Why is he surprised by that? It's, it, or is he still kind of waking up like, wait, no, what? It's, I think it's a mix. At, at, at about 14, 15 seconds, they say, is Phil going to see a shadow? So, yeah, there is a reference to Groundhog Day. But watch his eyes. They they look off camera. They're looking at the bed. They're looking at his clothes. They're looking at the door where he hung his suit. They're clearly not in the place where he put them last night. Mm. Oh. Yeah, that's good. good. He has this look, and yeah, then he yeah, then his eyes turn back when he hears Groundhog Day said in the same way. So it's kind of like okay, it's not just they're playing the tape of Groundhog Day. My clothes are rearranged differently than where I left them when I ended Groundhog Day. And you, s- my collarless shirt isn't on the floor. Exactly. Yeah. Like it probably is. And yeah, Sean, you said that, right? Didn't he like would throw his jacket on the ground and then it would be back up on the, the hook? In the, yeah, the original script, he had a garment bag that every, every, uh, once he was in the loop, every night he would throw it on the floor and then the morning it'd be hung on the back of the door again. Mm. And then, yeah, that's one of the that's one of the things he would do just to like because you're you get into this and it's like okay, it happens once. Is it going to happen again? What can I do that? And and we'll see later on that there's things that he does to be like okay, if I do this tonight, things to look for in the morning. Is it going to be the way I left it or is it going to be undone? So yeah, in the script that was the garment bag that he put on the floor every night and then every morning would be hung up again. But yeah, so there is there is like waves of different things so first it's 
Yeah. So first it could be, all right, these are just the wacky morning zoo DJs. Maybe they play the same song at the same time every day and they tell the same jokes. And then it's like, okay, no, you're, you're playing the same tape. And then it's, well, all right, even if it's pre-recorded and it's just a tape, like someone at the station would be listening, right? It's only going to go on so far before they'd stop it. And once they start talking about Groundhog Day and then he realizes, oh, it's not just it's not just the guys on the radio. It's the room around me that things don't look right. That, uh, yeah, we, can, we definitely see the the concern on Phil's face that he knows something's something's different mm-hmm. or or not different. No, he doesn't do exactly the same things this morning. So have, have any I didn't. But did anybody time it out to see if he does he look out the window at exactly the same moment after waking up? that he should see the same things out the window. Cause if he's, you know, if he looked out the window like 30 seconds later, then he would miss that truck turning the corner. You might see it going down the street, but. But is the weather different? Did they get more snow the night before? And now he's seeing grass. All right. I, I looked at, I looked at the original groundhog day morning clip. He is, they, they do have groundhog day as he opens the, his curtains. So that's mm-hmm. still timed. Well, no, I should say that he he's a little slower up on the uptake. So he's he's at the window at Groundhog Day, and then they see Groundhog Day, and so then he opens the window after that. So he's a few seconds behind, but maybe I mean he's still dressed up, but I mean yeah, he's timed perfectly to the the man outside in the hallway. Yeah, well there is there is a little difference, and I don't know maybe he just doesn't look as long. So there's a truck. That, yeah, turns the corner and is pulling away. Uh-huh. And that's the same. But then there's another car that comes up behind it. We just see a little bit before he looks away. That's not in the first minute, the first time he goes through. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that just may be he's doing it different. Like, he's he's not just glancing out the window now. He's he's looking for a purpose, like or he's looking confused. So he, he sees a little bit more. Or at least we see, you know, things look different to us because mm. he's looking a little bit longer. So things are the same, but we're already seeing things are a little bit different. And there are some, the, the movie does take some liberties with the timing that is it going to take him the exact same amount of time to him to get dressed every day for him to run into the gentleman in the hall. And then he's got to take the same amount of time with Mrs. Lancaster so he's always running into Ned at the same mm-hmm. time. Yeah, Ned's always crossing that street. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I do like that though. I like the especially that you said that the like the cut that we see out the window is you know maybe different or maybe it's just longer. I I, I really like that as it's like a movie making technique. That I I mean I want to see that it's the same clip to know that it's the same day, but the fact that it's a longer clip in some areas than shorter. I, I like that they, I don't know. I, I like, it. I think that's smart not just using the exact same clip every time or the same exact length of clip. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. And, and listening to the, the commentary on the Blu-ray, Ramus doesn't say he does say for, for the scenes with Phil that they had to do over and over again, that they did pay particular attention. They wanted, everyone all the background people to be the same when he's when he's out walking on the street they want the cars passing by and all that stuff to be the same every time 
for something like this when he's looking out the window, they could just use the same right the same footage. They wouldn't have to have those people walking in that car driving mm-hmm. over again. Um, but yeah, they, right. they I'm, just, just, I'm just saying that I I like that they uh-huh. use like a different amount of time for the same clip. You know what I mean? So yeah. The, so that we kind of like as so as the viewer, we get to see that. It's not like he's just looking out the window that's a view screen and it's only showing him something that, that we do get to see that the, maybe the first time we see it, we see five seconds and this time we see seven seconds of it or, you know, whatever. So we see that there is kind of a world around him and it is still happening. It's all happening kind of the same. But, you know, I, I like that. That's I like that. It's not right. completely cookie cutter all the time. Sean, in a day in a day that's repeating, can free will still exist? <laughs> oh, like that, I th- that well, that's a very. I think that's one of the central questions of of the film, and I think I think it does. I think free will does still exist in this day that repeats. Because like, all right, this day repeats, and let's and let's say that let's say someone they walked at slightly different, or maybe that car in the corner it wasn't there the first time, but you're repeating the day over and over again, and maybe that person driving the car. This is that one out of a thousand times where they decided they took a different street that day. Or, you know, to, you know, out of a thousand times on Groundhog Day, this one person walked into the diner and they ordered cocoa instead of coffee. Mm-hmm. And to Phil, you know, maybe that's not enough for him to notice it. And he still can't affect them. He still can't tell them. I'm repeating, you know, they still have got to go to do their, their chores or their jobs. They're still probably going to dinner and getting this maybe the same meal. But maybe there's that one in a thousand times that he's done this where they've ordered the chicken instead of the steak. I I guess I don't view it that way. I view it like as far as free will goes, I think that they made their choices. And so like they 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 everybody goes through this day as they would, as they already have, as they will continue to do. And the only difference to the day, it's not really taking anything away from their free will, but uh, because they don't know any different. But the only thing that's affecting it is this fill, like a drop in the pond kind of thing. Like when he, when you drop him into a situation, Mm -hmm. he can change the situation, which will then change their decisions. But if he doesn't affect their day or he doesn't affect, you know, like a butterfly effect, if he's not kicking the little marble down the stairs that hits somebody's teacup that tips over, you know, like that kind of thing, then they're just going to keep doing the same thing. But if there's, if there's any of those ripples that go out from Phil, then, then yeah, it'll change. Mm-hmm. So you're you're so you're saying that this is almost like a uh, it's like a tape player. It's already been recorded, and it only changes around the bubble that yes. that, that Phil is causing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we and we we do see we do see some effect for the other people in the town. For the most part, they're doing the same thing every day. But we see like the piano teacher. She's like, hey, you know, at the end when he's playing at the the big groundhog ball. She knows that's that's his student up there. So that's changed her day. There's the young the young couple. The the I guess I was gonna say newlyweds, but like the engaged couple that he gives the the WrestleMania tickets to. He's we don't see all the interactions there, but apparently he's had an effect on their day. So there are little little changes and ripples that even if everyone's playing back the same tape. There's yeah, there's the ripples that go out from from Phil doing different things um, f- from day to day. So this these questions kind of make me think of Camus, and he wrote about the myth of Sisyphus 
and talking about just the repeated punishment for, for those that don't recognize the name Sisyphus was condemned by the gods to push a rock up a mountain or up a hill and then it would get to the top and roll back down to the bottom and he'd have to push it up again. And so thinking about that, just someone in that situation, how do you react and 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 how do you handle that? Kind of like, well, how is Phil going to handle his situations? Camus, his, his ultimate um, conclusion was, you have to imagine that, that Sisyphus is happy, that there is some contentment, even if... You know, and, and is that, does that count as free will? Even if he is, you know, even if the circumstances go so far as he can't change his circumstances, he can't change the task to which he is punished to repeat over and over again to the extent that Phil is able to change, eventually learn how to change his day. Even if you can't change, you can, you can change inside. You can change your attitude. You can change what you're facing. If this is if this is sort of your lot in life, and this is one of this is like a central philosophical question is if you are powerless over this unthinking, unfeeling universe that is just going to go on with or without you, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to be unhappy? Are you going to be miserable? Are you going to say, hey, you're going to say, isn't this isn't this great? I get to do this. I get to push this rock up this hill every day. Forever, how lucky am I? Why not be happy about it? <laughs> yeah, that's heavy. <laughs> that's heavy, Sean. So, all right. So, I'm going to take that. I want to take that little that little philosophy you threw at me. And when Phil is accosted by the not accosted, that's too violent. Uh, he's violent. Is when when yeah. the man in the hallway that he's nicknamed Pork Chop. When this man <laughs> asks him the same questions. And Phil seems to like lose control of his power in the conversation because the guy's not phased by Phil saying he gets, you know, he really snaps, you know? Yeah. This is like only our first repeat that Phil's not even aware of yet. And he's already grabbing and just throwing someone against the wall. Like um, this guy is just simple and in his mind, simple ignorance of what day it is. Well, it's already put. I, I see what you're saying because this is just the first roundabout. Uh, but I think Phil, what we know of him so far, he thinks he's he's moving on to you know that he's a celebrity. He's going to be a celebrity. The, this small time potatoes news place. He's going to move on to bigger and better things. But he's mm-hmm. but he hasn't yet. You know, like so. I think he he feels like he's mm-hmm. always held back, and now he's like, wait, what's going on? here and so maybe he thinks like you know this guy in the hallway is just messing with him or he doesn't really know what's going on but it's just another thing that's just holding him back you know this guy is saying the same things he said yesterday like like is is somebody playing a prank on him or just what's going on i think he doesn't know what's going on but just there's that that snapping of like just trying to take control plus he was already kind of annoyed with this guy the first time he heard him he he didn't really like him. He was just kind of like, yeah, I just want to move on. So <laughs> yeah. it all compounds. Well, plus he hasn't had his coffee yet. So. He hasn't had his yeah. coffee. Double. Well, yeah. Hasn't <laughs> had coffee. That's, that's, I think, yeah, that's, that's one of the, the main morals lessons of this movie is you just, you don't talk to someone before they've had their coffee. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and if you do, you get what, you know, you kind of deserve what you get. No, but um, seriously, I think this enters into another way of one of the things I, I mentioned in sort of our preamble preview minute zero is I thought there were a lot of literal ways you could interpret this movie that obviously the waking up on the same day and everyone else think, you know, doesn't remember yesterday and is doing the same thing. That's that's an aspect of fantasy, but there are some literal interpretations and some literal things that, that go on. And I think this is one of those that we say things and we think we're clever. we think we're like the first person <laughs> to say it. And we're not mm. really. Do you think it'll, you know, just it, the, the things that he's saying are mundane. It wasn't that interesting of an encounter the first time. And if you just think about if, if the things you do and the things you say are compounded, is this this is going to stand up? Um, you know, would would this stand up? Would your life stand up to scrutiny one minute at a time? And if if you say things like "off to see the groundhog" on Groundhog Day, when it's like, okay, obviously this is a bed and breakfast. The guy's in from out of town. Do you think it's coincidence? <laughs> He's just he was just passing through. He just happens to be in Punxsutawney on Groundhog Day. No, of course he's off to see the groundhog. You know, you're not yeah. and I I guess on one end you're like, well, he's just being nice, he's making chit chat, he's being social, but he's not being interesting. Yeah. You know, he's he's not he's not adding to Phil's life once and that you have to do it over and over again. And sure, it's only once for the man in the hallway who doesn't act, who doesn't get a name like the is credited as man in hallway so we're not we're not <laughs> well he, he gets it he gets a name but they don't want to get it to him <laughs> yeah so i kind of think of and and i'm you know i'm not pointing fingers at anyone but myself so i'll just say i've done this where someone has a quirky unusual name and i i i try not to do it and i it still happens where i'll make a joke and then immediately I realize I'm like the millionth person who's made that <laughs> yeah. joke. This person knows their name is sounds like something else or they know that there's this pun or this joke that can be made. And they've heard it from everyone their entire life. And now I've just done it again. <laughs> and this, I'm, I'm the man in the hallway and this person's Phil and I they're being nice. They're being polite. But I know inside they want to throw me up against the wall. So I'm not I'm not accusing anyone else of anything, listeners. I'm not attacking you. I'm saying I've done it. I've been the obnoxious man in the hallway where I've deserved the the treatment that Phil is giving this guy. Not to let Phil off the hook that he doesn't have to react this way. This guy doesn't know any better. He doesn't know what Phil's going through. But we've seen the movie. We've seen it. We've, we, you know, we've seen it from Phil's perspective. Maybe we can be, you know, a little understanding or forgiving to understand that if if one day if someone grabbed us by the lapels and threw us up against the wall for something that we thought was just innocent chit chat, maybe we would think about it and realize, well, yeah, this this you know, how many days, how many centuries has this person lived this day that I'm causing them to relive one more time? Uh, you know, I got I got a nice dumb question to ask. Why is he coming up the stairs? I mean, think about it. He's, he's, he's dressed and I'm downstairs, mm -hmm. so you think he would have had breakfast. What is the – in, a, in a, and it's just a funny thing to think about. What is this man's purpose every morning 
at six, let's say six ten, going up the stairs. You know, like it's not. Like he doesn't he- have a cell phone. He doesn't have a laptop. He, you know, it's just like. I have a simple answer for you. Okay. It it's uh he's going back to the bathroom. That's what you do. You go. He's he's waked up. He's he's done all his stuff. <laughs> he's gone down for breakfast. Mm. Before he goes out for the day, he goes back to the bathroom. Oh my goodness! So he's ready to you go. Know, it's so funny. It's a, what a dumb. That's a simple answer for my dumb question. I like that. Yeah, because there you go. No, no, it's a good question. It's not a dumb question. No, 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 no. I I didn't think like yeah, Mrs. Lancaster could have a bathroom on the first floor, but we never see it. So they might just have this one shower and possibly one toilet for all dozen people in this house. <laughs> Why not? Mrs. Lancaster is the devil. Like this is part of. <laughs> <laughs> all chaotic nothing makes sense or he takes some like extra muffins or something from breakfast oh. and he's just going up oh. to stash them back in his room for later see if i was stashing, <laughs> I was stashing breakfast i wouldn't make chicha i go oh, how you doing don't look at me i got like nothing well he's 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 trying to act natural. He's thinking, like, well, if I don't say anything, that's suspicious. So I better say hello to this guy so he didn't know what's that's up. That's why he screams when he gets slammed against the wall because his muffins are getting squished. He's probably, yeah, so this poor guy, he's, yeah, he, yeah, he's a, he's a competing uh, weather announcer. What? He's going to be out in Gobbler's Knob in 20 minutes next to Phil with his own camera crew and his own producer. And he's cursing. This damn producer books me in this bed and breakfast every year. I like to eat lunch. I'm a lunch eater. There's no lunch in bed and breakfast. And he's just like, yeah, I'm 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 taking a couple muffins. I'm taking some of the ham. I got a bowl of fruit in my pocket. I I took yeah. He's got a he's got a coffee mug full of fruit salad in his pocket that he's sneaking up for later. <laughs> so he needs to go find the loft and lunch. The ghost that. Yeah. 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 He needs he needs to find a chair lunch dinner. <laughs> I I would love to, instead of seeing like you know someone that's scared and he pees his pants, I'd love to see like the coffee mug breaks and you see the coffee come down his pants. <laughs> and he just runs. He yeah. just scatters. <laughs> oh, the jig is up. <laughs> that's funny. Was that, so Mitch, the- was, that, was that Mitch Hedberg joke you tried to fling past me? Yeah, yes. No. Yeah. No. Not not trying to get past anything. Yeah. I was like, Mitch I've Edward. heard that joke before. Yeah. Mitch. I was like, I've yeah. heard that. I looked at it. Chair lunch there. Mitch was like, you son of a. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. I do not claim that was not mine. That yeah, was Mitch Hedberg chair lunch dinner. Yeah. Little uh, little uh, Easter egg for the Mitch fans. Yeah, God bless. Yeah. So Phil is is not happy. Become a bit unwind, unwound. Yeah. Already. And this is just, this is the first time through. Uh, Tabby, what are you saying? <laughs> oh, no, that's okay. I was just going to say, like, it's good to know after the whole repetitive name thing that Sean talked about that this is a good <laughs> excuse. So every time somebody asks me if I was named after Tabitha on Bewitched, I can just, like, grab them <laughs> throw them yeah. against the wall and like this is okay because I've heard it <laughs> so much and uh, when I was a waitress people used to you know ask me all the time because it was on my name tag so it was their chit chat small talk like pork chop here and so um, you know I could just like spill coffee in their lap or <laughs> their plate on the table or something go. it would have been okay it's good to know yeah Phil Connor says that's okay. Phil Connors. <laughs> there you go. 
endorsed by Phil Connors. It's all good. I never thought of that. Yeah. Bewitched. All right. Yeah. But I'm not named after (laughs) Tabitha on Bewitched. But people ask me that. Or they call me Samantha, which is the mom (laughs) on Bewitched. I think for some reason, people in that generation. (laughs) Why would they think that you'd want to be called your mom's name? People, people just. It's not your mom's name. It's not my real mom's name. No, it's the mom on Bewitched. No, for some reason, people would be like, they'll call me Samantha. And they'll say, oh, I don't know why you did, why I did that. I was like, oh, bewitched. I know people do it. You're not the first person oh, to wow. call it's me like, Samantha. It's, it's on their conscience so much that they don't even yes. realize that they're doing it? Yes. Wow. It's happened several, a lot wow. of times, actually. Hmm. Well, that but, did, you know, thankfully that show is not, not that popular. There's probably a lot of people that, no. that don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that generation's yeah. probably passing on. Yeah. Syndication, <laughs> syndication and streaming. Yeah. Right. I mean, that movie with uh, Nicole, what was it, Nicole Kidman? And, uh, oh, that's uh, right. Oh, and Will, Will Ferrell. Ferrell. Yeah. yeah. Damn you, Will Ferrell. One more reason to hate him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but everything's redeemed when you watch Elf. <laughs> you can't hate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Good one. All right, she's not all bad. So have, but yeah, so that's that's a. Have you guys stayed at a bed and breakfast before? Talking about bed and breakfast, not together necessarily, but (laughs) no. Who knows (laughs) by the time we're done this? But no, we have not. Not yet, but then when when we go, when when I think to wrap up the show, we'll have to do a pilgrimage to Woodstock, Illinois, and and stay in this bed and breakfast. So yeah, we we did talk about this a little bit earlier, and I know one one thing I said is I wanna, I don't like sleeping in someone else's house, like. A hotel's okay because that's it's like meant for strangers to sure. sleep in. But then I like a B and B I would feel kinda weird. I've I've never done it. Um have you guys have you have you guys ever stayed in a B and B? Um yeah, we did once, I think just once, in Traverse City, Michigan, which actually isn't far from us, but it was I think our fifteenth anniversary and so we were just getting away for a weekend, kind of one of those stay close to home but still get out. And it was it was this really mm, nice. old home, kind of like this, but it it was I don't know, a three story place and the rooms were decorated kind of like this. They all had a it was a little bit fancier, but Victorian style in one room and another, you know, another, but the wallpaper was kind of similar and they had a great breakfast, Mm -hmm. but the host actually was part of the cooking of the breakfast and knew what food was in the kitchen and, um, and stuff. But yeah, it was a neat experience. I kind of feel like staying at a bed and breakfast though, feels more like a hotel than staying in an Airbnb. Like when we went to Chicago for the minute con last year, we stayed in our mm-hmm. first Airbnb, and that just felt like you were staying at somebody's home because we, oh, yeah. we, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we were. The girl on the way out handed us the keys, and so we, yeah, we were staying in our home, but cheaper. But I don't know. The bed and breakfast still feels like you're in a hotel, just a house. And there's like there's a nice social yeah. aspect to it, but. It was kind of weird when we were there because we were the only guests. So, That's so true. like, uh, you know, the bed and breakfast part, the breakfast part anyway, you know, everybody kind of eats around the same time, except it was just us and the hosts. So there wasn't, uh, I mean, we got to talk with them, but there wasn't any other guests to go yeah. around. But yeah. So like the hosts are there eating breakfast with you? No, they would just bring us out the food and then go back into the kitchen. And But without many people being there and it being kind of an older historic home, it was kind of nice because we mm-hmm. could just kind of 
go around and look for secret passages and stuff on our own, (laughs) find a back stairway down to this library and stuff. So that was, that was kind of cool because I have a fascination for secret passages, but yeah, it was neat. It was a good experience. Yeah, I guess because this, the way it's portrayed, like this particular B&B, I guess is large enough that it, it, it is more like a, just a small hotel. Than, yeah. than like an individual residence kind of thing. Like I always, when I hear B&B, I think of something smaller and then I think of like, oh, now I've got I've to like sit around with other people and make conversation. And it yeah, like if there would have been other but, people there yeah. the day we stayed, yeah, we would have had to have conversation with people. <laughs> and uh, sure, but, we dodged that bullet. Yeah, we did dodge that one. So that was yeah. nice. <laughs> Oh, so it sounded like overall a positive experience. It so, was. It was a positive experience. Cool. Little little plug for uh for, B&Bs. for B&Bs. Yeah. <laughs> no, in my mind, I'm already imagining me and Sean in the, in the bedroom. We come down, we have sweaters with like a, like another sweater wrapped around. <laughs> uh, Slamming like, people against the wall. Yeah. Well, we'd have to find one that accepts pets and we'll bring our collie. You know, yeah. I have, nice. a, I, have a, I have a dog in a purse. Oh, nice. I just imagine you guys, like, you know, not sleeping in the same room. So you're playing tricks on each other to try to set each other's alarm clock and, and <laughs> you try, try to mess with each other's heads. Hang their garment bag back up yeah. during the night. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'm gonna get. I gotta. I'm gonna track down a clock, just like that style clock, with like the let the numbers that flip over, and I'm gonna have like two little chocolates that I put on the doily on the nightstand. <laughs> Better start planning. This is gonna take some work. Well, I can do this. I can do this in uh, in Denver. Dave's oh, there you go. In Denver for uh, yay. For we just NBM. bought our tickets uh, yesterday. Yeah, we're excited. Exciting. Yeah. And so, uh, so for our listeners that don't know what we're talking about, we started. Uh, well, not not we. Like I wasn't involved <laughs> with the planning, but uh, so, some folks in the movies by minutes community decided to have a little get together. Last year, we did. We got together in Chicago, and it was a day of, of frolic and fun for the podcast makers and for listeners and some folks that were in town more than just the day hung out and, and did stuff. It was you know, a chance to put put faces mm-hmm. to the voices and all that stuff. And then so this year it's happening again. It'll be August 18th in Denver. So, yeah, if so, if you're listening to movie movies by minutes, um, this type of podcast and you're into you want to kind of get to know the uh, the folks that are doing this. Come on out. We'll check out. Uh, I think there's a link. If you go to moviesbyminutes.com, there's there's a link to more information. You can also check in on our Facebook group, which is the uh, Movie Makers, Makers and Listeners, Movie Minutes Makers and Listeners group, something like that. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, look for it on Facebook. It's there. There's information if you want to come and then just. You know, grab me by the lapels and throw me up against the wall when you see me. Um, you can you can do that in Denver. You want to want to see all yeah. of our radio faces. So, uh, yeah. So I'm going to wrap it up. I'm calling it. If you happen to have any notes, anything else you want to talk about it, save it for save minute it. twenty. Yeah, save it. So yeah, so that's it for uh, for minute nineteen. Thank you, uh, <laughs> thank you, gentle listeners, for hanging in with us. Thank you, uh, Jonathan and Tabitha. And so one more time, if folks uh, folks want to hear more from you, where can they find you? The com. 
We do have a Facebook group also. It's the Battle of Wits, a Princess Bride Minute or something. I don't remember what the title is. So, you know, just just like what Sean said, just search for something and hopefully you'll find it. I don't know. But it is a Battle of Wits. It starts with that. So, And that is it is the Princess Bride the, Minute. Like yes. T-H-E is part yeah, of the yeah, name. You have to have the there. the. If you don't have the the, I don't you know what you're doing anyway. So... So it's not a Princess Bride minute is the Princess Bride minute. And that's a wonderful movie and a great show, a great podcast. So if there's anyone listening. And so, you know, we're Monday through Friday or Tuesday through Friday. You need to listen to something on Mondays. Why not listen to Princess Bride minute while you're waiting for the the UHF thing to, to start? So that's it for us. Thank you for listening. And we will see you tomorrow if there is one. Worked out. <laughs> I want to do that little, little jump he does. <laughs> <laughs>